The views expressed on this podcast are those of the participants, not of Reuters News. July was the fifth straight month of gains for the S&P and the tech-heavy Nasdaq, driven by better-than-expected earnings and hopes of a soft landing for the U.S. economy. Ever more swayed by the movements of a select few big tech stocks, major stock market indices have been buoyed by better-than-expected earnings, even if expectations were not particularly high. With quarterly earnings from Apple, Amazon, Meta Platforms, Alphabet, and Microsoft now in the books, the mostly good news against a tough backdrop is the focus of this week's views room. Welcome back to the views room, a podcast from Reuters Breaking Views, where columnists around the world talk about the big stories of the week. Coming to you from New York, I'm your host, Jonathan Guilford. Google parent Alphabet, Facebook owner Meta, and e-commerce giant Amazon.com all had pleasant surprises in store for investors, reporting results that leaped an admittedly lowered bar given challenges at their core businesses. The good times, however, were not quite shared by all. Here to talk me through this are Breaking Views columnists and big tech watchers Robert Siren and Jennifer Saber. Hi, Rob and Jen. Welcome back to the Views Room. Good to be here. Hey, Jonathan. So uh, we've just wrapped up another quarterly earnings season for the big tech giants, Amazon, Alphabet, Microsoft, etc. They've been on something of a tear this year, at least compared to the blues that they were in last year. Um, And that kind of seems like it's lifted the mood of the whole market. Rob, can you talk a little bit about how important these numbers were for investors, kind of broadly speaking? It feels like the whole world kind of increasingly hinges on what these companies say. That's right, yeah. As tech companies have become worth more and more, if you think of, you know, a company worth three, uh, you know, Apple's worth nearly $3 trillion, that's a big, it's worth a lot of smaller companies. And if you just look at for the S&P 500, for example, uh Tech companies now are about 28% of the entire S&P 500. Uh, in, to, in 2003, they were about 17%. So they've, they've become bigger and bigger and bigger percentage of the, of the market. And so therefore, for most investors, um, you know, how the tech companies go uh, affects them because now they hold that. But also these companies are you know, buying lots of goods and services from other companies. So it's becoming an increasing part of the entire economy. And Jen, it was mostly good news, right, this quarter? Yeah. I mean, we can start with Meta um, and Facebook. And what they did was they handed in growth of 11% uh, for the top line. And that just wasn't expected. They have been kind of on the decline. You know, they thought, um, well, maybe they were going to do better this quarter, but they just kind of did quite well this quarter. And then Crucially, they said that next quarter is going to be even better and they're back to like 25% growth. That's what they're forecasting, which is quite impressive um, given that there was such a slowdown in advertising. Right. That's kind of the funny thing, though, right? Because if I think, oh, big, high growth tech company, 11%, it feels like kind of a low bar to have jumped over, right? It's a totally low bar. I mean, a couple of years ago, Facebook was doing like, just incredible numbers, growing gangbusters, like 30, 35, 40%, just because everybody was advertising, small businesses were advertising, e-commerce was going crazy. And so Meta and Instagram and Facebook were beneficiaries of that. Okay. 
And was it kind of a similar story at Amazon as well? Well, Amazon was really interesting. So Mm -hmm. Amazon, um, everybody was looking at the cloud, and that's sort of what's driving Amazon right now. And their cloud growth has been um, declining compared to Microsoft and Google. And so basically the market was trying to figure out, has this thing bottomed out yet? And everybody was penciling in about a 10% cloud revenue growth, which is ridiculously low for Amazon. And they ended up making 12% and everybody went nuts. Um, So, (laughs) and they gave sort of color like, well, maybe things are starting to stabilize in the cloud. And so Mm -hmm. everybody was very happy about that. The other interesting thing about Amazon uh, was their North American retail sales, which grew, people weren't really expecting that, grew 11%. And they had an operating um, income for that, operating profit, if you will, for that division, um, which is also, you know, it's a positive sign for them. Got it. Okay, so I guess beating low expectations is still beating expectations. And Rob, you were taking a look at Apple. It wasn't quite the same story for them, right? It's the same same kind of story. Um, You know, expectations have... uh, fallen in a way that, so that everyone was like, okay, you know, the company's probably going, revenue's going to decline. That's what happened. They declined 2%. Um, and then the profits went up slightly. The problem is that um, the actual multiple attached to the stock has, has doubled. I mean, uh, about five years ago, Apple was trading at 15, around 15 times earnings. Now it's trading at 30. So, so these these companies they're becoming incredibly highly you know very highly valued, and that was a problem for Apple because even though you know their you know, their earnings weren't um, fantastic, investors were expecting a lot, and that, that that's caused the stock to fall a bit since it's down about eight percent since earnings came out. Got it, and it feels like that's a problem for all of these companies, right? Because they're very large, they're very mature in their core businesses, and yet they still have to give some kind of story here. Well, they're tech companies, right? And so it's always about <laughs> what's going to happen tomorrow. And for everyone, every, all of these companies have a story about, you know, what's going to happen, whether it's AI for most of these companies. For Apple, it's, you know, the, the virtual reality and augmented reality glasses. Um, you know, they haven't sold any <laughs> yet, <laughs> um, but, the, but investors are like, hey, let's look what's going to happen next year. And the AI has been the story for all these other companies. Like, um, Microsoft, for example, they talked, um, you know, everyone was focused on AI and they said, well, actually, you know what, um, it's, it's just starting to get a tiny bit into Microsoft Azure businesses now a little bit from AI, but basically very little. And you, you have to wait like another several quarters for it to really start to appear. And I presume not all of this is costless, right? I know, Jen, you were kind of talking about, um, Amazon, they had slowing cloud growth, uh, versus uh, certainly when I took a look at Alphabet, uh, Google's parent company, it felt like a big part of their story of how they're offsetting these slower core businesses is moving into the cloud, people kind of trying to take a same piece of the pie. Are we just seeing everybody pile in on the same kind of hype cycles? Yes, <laughs> that would be my answer. But yeah, I mean, for Amazon, I mean, just to kind of go back to your point, the cloud is a really important part of that company and that business. And, and I think that's why people were so concerned when the cloud growth slowed. They were also one of the first in the business to do it, right? So as a first mover advantage, the, the question is, you know, is this now a matter of everybody stealing market share or is there enough of the pie to where everybody can gobble up more of it and have nice big slices, right? And so I think that's what we're trying to, to kind of 
you know, puzzle out, and particularly with AI now kind of throwing, you know, throwing that into the equation, um, you know, that is another uh, possibility to kind of accelerate things. The, the other problem is that all these companies, the revenues aren't coming from AI yet, but the expenses are. Um, mm -hmm. They're starting to spend a lot on capital expenditure. Um, you saw that at Microsoft, you saw that at Google, I believe, or at Amazon. They're spending a lot investing in these things, but you know, will the revenue appear? We don't know, and, and you know, will they all fight over it? So will the prices go down? We don't know. But have we seen any parallels of that in previous cycles? Um, you saw some of that with cloud when um, when they first started coming out with that. Um, in that case, it became quickly evident that you know Amazon was going to walk away with most of it, then later Microsoft. But when it first came out, a lot of companies were investing quite a bit trying to catch that wave. Right. And I presume like the need here, right, is just physically you have all these data centers hosting all these chips, all these uh, kind of servers for shuttling data around and they're just, you just have to put more of those on the ground essentially, right? Yeah, you have to build them, build them out if you want uh, people to come. Right. So I know it also sort of feels similar in a way to, I suppose, electric vehicles with, with Ford and GM. It's like there are a few things like this going on in the economy right now. I mean, if, as far as either of you can see from the investor reactions to this, is anybody kind of worried about, I guess, the darker parts of the economic backdrop? We're still, I suppose, talking about, like, is the consumer actually strong or weak? We're talking about, you know, kind of rising interest rates. Does that seem to be dampening enthusiasm at all from anything that you see? I, I, would, I, would, I would argue it's probably the reverse. I feel mm -hmm. like just kind of covering earnings in the past, you know, couple of weeks, there's almost been like this turn. And you've seen it with consumer sentiment, like the, people are more positive now. Um, you have companies like Pepsi saying that they're going to really ramp up their marketing and advertising spending. When you start hearing stuff like that and you start seeing results from like Meta and Alphabet with their advertising, it, it just to me, it signals that there's some sort of confidence or that they're reading the consumer is, you know, probably more resilient than maybe people had thought six months ago, right? So, you know, I think that to me, I feel like the, the consumer story is actually getting brighter. And I think that's kind of playing into some of this. Interesting. Okay. So I guess that might be kind of a fillet to the more uh, traditional parts of the businesses. I mean, when we're all back here three months from now, what are you going to be looking for at these companies? Like, is there some kind of bar that they have to clear next time? Is it, do we have to actually start seeing the impact of AI or can the hype cycle just kind of run on for a little bit longer? I think you, you, you do need to see growth at, at some point. Um, like I said, you know, for Apple, for example, you know, the multiples gone up, it's doubled over the past five years. And if they don't start showing sales for the, you know, their, their digital goggles, <laughs> then, you know, Investors are going to say, well, is it really worth that much? Probably not. Um, you'll probably see the same thing at companies like Microsoft and Amazon. They're, they're spending all this money in developing these you know, centers for AI and, and, and uh, people using it. And if it doesn't appear, then they're going to have to either you know, refrain from doing that or they're, they're going to see their earnings start to take a hit. And investors won't like that. Well, in that case, I look forward to being back here three months from now. In the meantime, Rob, Jen, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Jonathan. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast was produced by Oliver Taslick in London. Subscribe to The Views Room and our sister podcast, The Exchange, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. 
Check out our latest views on breakingviews.com or on the X social media platform, formerly known as Twitter, where our handle is at breakingviews. I'm Kim Vanell. Join me every morning for a roundup of what's happening at home and around the world. From the front line in Ukraine. Extraordinary how these people adjust and uh, even laugh when you take cover. To the heart of US politics. When Trump said that he expected to be arrested, it seems like he was trying to get ahead of the story. We bring you everything you need to know in 10 minutes. For your essential daily briefing, follow Reuters World News wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.